from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, co-host of the Smart Money Happy Hour, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Paul is with us in Minneapolis. Hey, Paul, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave, thanks for taking the call. I have another should we pay off the house early out of our retirement question for you. Okay. Why is this one different? Um, <laughs> well, we're, my wife and I are both retired. Uh-huh. I'm, 50, I'm 61. She's 58. We retired with the mortgage. Mm-hmm. And I've got a number of differing opinions from our financial guy. I've got mm-hmm. friends that work in the finance industry. I worked for a bank in 30 years mm-hmm. and, um, I guess just looking for another opinion, maybe one with a little bit more credence than some of the others, I guess. <laughs> okay. But, so how much do you own your home? Uh, so it's a $450,000 house. We owe one hundred and seventy. And how much do you have in your uh, nest egg? We, we are debt. What's that? How much? Do, what's your net worth? What do you have in your nest egg? Um, net worth is about a million and a quarter. We've got uh, just over a million that is... Uh, investment and retirement. And if your house was paid um, off, why, if your house was paid off, why would you go borrow on it? Uh, we would not. Then what's the difference? I, I guess it's just okay. Let me rephrase the question. Maybe a, a, a better question is: if we decide to do this, is it a process over multiple years to ease a tax burden? Do we just bite the bullet and? take the hit and do it once, or how how would I do it? Maybe I've been doing this 30 way. years. I've never had anybody call me back and say they were pissed off because they paid off their house. Fair enough. So one shot, or would you? Uh, I'd write a check today. I'd be debt-free. I'd have been debt-free yesterday if I were you. And quit listening to all these idiots. There's a lot of idiots out there running around with an opinion about your money, and you're a millionaire. What's your mortgage payment? All right, I'll... I'll Go ahead. What's your mortgage payment right now? Mortgage payment is what twelve hundred. Yeah. Okay, you'd free up most of that, which then now you can invest. So yes, you'll lose some out of that investment account, but you're going to still invest for the next twenty years. Dude, you're just going to sleep so well, much better tomorrow. Both, I mean, we're both retired, so yeah. invest is rolling, not necessarily yeah. additional. You, you have almost yeah. zero risk in this situation because you could write a check at any minute and pay it off if you got in a pinch. You don't really need the money in one way or the other. It's all about, you know, what is your end goal? When you're 85, do you want to have a mortgage? You know, why would you keep it? There's no reason to keep it. You wouldn't go borrow on a paid-for house in order to have more money to invest. And so write a check and sleep better tomorrow. Tonight, pay it off tonight. Hit the submit button. And then when you go and you get the mortgage release in the mail, Make a copy of it, take your shoes off, walk into the backyard, have a mortgage-burning party, and tell me that didn't feel good. I mean, there's just no, there's just no downside to this. Um, you know, you're a million. You're going you're gonna to be okay either way if you don't follow our advice, if you follow those idiots' advice. But if I've got a financial person that's telling me to stay in debt, I'm getting a new financial person, period, because 
George, we studied 10,167 millionaires. The number of them that told us that they became wealthy because they borrowed on their home in order to invest was precisely zero. None of them leveraged their personal residence to build their wealth. None of them. And so the idea that I continue to leverage my personal residence in the name of building wealth is an asinine based on the millionaire data. Well, we're seeing so much more of this because people have their record low mortgage rates they don't want to let go of, Dave. So yeah, like, why would God, I pay off my mortgage? You know, but I got your mortgage rate beat. You know what my mortgage rate is? Zero. I don't have one. Hello. Heck of a rate. Zero. I got the best rate. <laughs> Come on, man. So when Seriously. rates go up and down, you don't have to worry about them because you don't need debt anymore. <sighs> it's a great feeling instead of worrying about what the market's doing. So... Yes, it hurts to write that check and lose that much money, mm-hmm. lose, quote unquote, but you never really had it if you owed it to the lender in the first place. Yeah, Paul, pay it off, son. Pay it off. You're, you're, there's a bunch of intangibles that you're not even considering in this decision. You're still acting like it's primitive math, um, or at least the idiots advising you are. So you, you're going to sleep different. Your wife's going to look at you like a hero. Never never once have we had a wife said, you know, my husband borrowed deeply on our mortgage and He's my hero. Never came up. I love the Kermit vibes she had, too. That was great. <laughs> kind of a Miss Piggy meets Kermit. Yeah, well, it's the best I can hero. do. It's the best I can do. Uh, Anna is with us. Or is it Anna or Anna? It's Anna, I'm sure. And she's in Grand Rapids. Is it Anna? Is that right? Yes, it's Anna. <laughs> hey, how can I help? So I recently paid off all of my student loans in a debt-free. Yay! Where'd it go? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I, I couldn't have done it without you. So, um, but I have my three, six months of expenses. Uh, I just finished that up and I'm wondering now if I should be investing my 15% or if I should be saving for a wedding that my boyfriend and I are planning to have in about a year and a half. So I'm wondering if wedding. I'm saving for that. Wedding. Yeah? Okay. Perfect. <laughs> You Are think, you guys George? paying for this on your own? Um, we think so. We don't really want it. like that's. We just want to plan for that, and then if some something comes, then we'll go for it. But yeah, we kind of just want to plan on doing it ourselves, just in case. Okay, I would set a very specific goal, a number you're trying to hit to save, and I would try to hit that before the year and a half is over, and then begin investing. You got that money set aside. You know you're not going to have to go into debt for this wedding. That is the goal here. And so that's why we're telling you save for the wedding first. Because what happens is you start investing 15%. The wedding was over budget. Now we got to put it on a credit card. For sure. Yeah. So, so what do you think you're going to spend? Um, we're thinking maybe between, I would say probably, we were thinking between 20 and 30, depending on what rates are. But um, probably 25 is the goal we set. Okay. Well, if you... Yes, that that by the way, that's about an average wedding in America right now. So um, you're not above average, you're not below average. You're right around there. It's twenty eight thousand last year. So the um, the thing is, having um, three grown kids that all got married, and uh, I was involved in the budget because I was paying for it, um, or at least part of it anyway. On one, all but one, all of it, but one. anyway, my part, the bride's part, and then my son, we participated some. So have a detailed budget not a general goal lay it out okay this is how much we're going to spend on the photographer this is how much we get on the dress this is how much we spend on the uh, reception and uh, treat it i'm sorry but treat it like a project you're managing a project you are so you have a timeline you have a budget 
and you you know you stick to it what must be true well we can't have that we got to have this instead if you don't have a very specific thing then you'll line item you'll get into a mess there but that sounds reasonable i would say for the wedding first hey listen up when we invest most of us have no idea where our money is going but the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support with timothy plan you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Luna is in Salt Lake City, Utah. Hi, Luna. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hi, how are you doing? Better than I deserve. What's up? Uh, can you hear me all right? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm going to try and make this as short as possible, but I'm 29. I have a fire under my butt to go back to school, and I'm currently one year through you know, undergraduate. It's going to be four years. So I'm it's going to be really a useless degree unless I go to graduate school because it's for a veterinary doctor degree. And I'm looking at it and it looks like I'm going to be able to pay for it. Uh, You're going to hate this. It's going to be all on loans, but I don't even make over like the threshold to make, you know, pay taxes. (laughs) So I, I make next to nothing. My, family all lives paycheck to paycheck. But the one saving grace here is like my grandparents, they have a trust and they say that I have 10% of it when they die. And I'm wondering, like, is it possible to borrow from a trust or get it early or what, what can I do? Because I'm just looking to pay for my living expenses through college. What were you doing before you went on this adventure? Um, I really tried to have a family life, but they, they all kind of left, but who's they, your husband, your kids? Yes. I don't have any kids. I've got cats, but, um, yeah, I, I was married for a short time, divorced, but, um, my life kind of fell apart for a while and I put it back together and I finally have like a passion and a purpose. And I'm like, I said, I've got a fire in my butt to go back to school and make something of myself. But I'm just, you know, there's, there's not a lot of money out there for students unless you borrow and that's not a good option, but can I challenge something? Can I challenge something real quick? Yeah. Um, you don't, got to go make something of yourself you already got worth right now yeah okay and you got Mm -hmm. 
I think that fire under your butt, honestly, is how burned you are because you looked at somebody and you said, I do, and he said, I do, and then he left. Well, I mean, that's that's not something that I'm really focusing on here in the future. That's kind of past is past, but now, like, I did... Past is past, except it's so caught up in your throat you can hardly speak. That's right. There's a great quote that says, you may be through the past, but the past isn't through with you. And if you don't heal from that, where you can talk about it and think about it without your body getting overcome, then it's going to haunt you. And what it's going to do, it's going to shoot you like a rocket ship into some life-altering decisions, like getting two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand dollars in the hole and not knowing what 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 day what what direction is up or down and maybe not even finishing and getting the dvm that's right not everybody that starts vet school finishes vet school not everybody that finishes vet school passes their boards and becomes a veterinarian and so um it's harder uh, you, than medical school is from what I hear. It is. But one of my friends that's a vet um, says when you're in medical school, you only have to learn one set of anatomy. He said, I have to learn a whole bunch of them. So he makes fun of doctors. And uh, it's very difficult and uh, intellectually difficult. And uh, and you love animals, obviously. It becomes a mo- an emotional process, too. Um, so, Luna, the answer to your question is no, you cannot borrow on a trust unless the trust has uh, written into it the uh that option i'm gonna bet you that this one does not and uh can they release uh, who is the trust your grandparents formed the trust uh, for their money to leave to their grandkids their grandkids and their children yeah okay and how much is in the trust um I think it was down a little bit right now, but it was like $2.7 million. So your part's like 270000 so it would fund you going to school. Okay, so if you talk to yeah. your grandfather, he could just choose to take you out of the trust and take 270000 and pay for your school. And you no longer okay. would be in the trust. Okay? Uh, he could choose to do that legally. Uh, you want me to tell you what I think's going to happen? You're not going to like it. Well, yeah, but I, I think your grandfather loves you. I think your grandfather loves you, and he's going to see how fragile you are, and that you're probably not in really good emotional shape right now to go take on something like the Battle of Vet School. It's going to take a lot more strength than you've exhibited in this call to do that. And I'm not picking on you, honey. I think you've been hurt, and you're still hurting. And I want you to have some healing and be going at vet school from strength rather than from weakness. And I got a feeling your grandpa might say that. Does that sound like something he might say? Maybe, but I also skipped over the part where I went to like therapy and I was in the hospital for a while doing inpatient and outpatient. Like, yeah. and, and here's the thing. So, I'm so sorry. Here, here's the thing, sweetie. I, I'm I've, pretty I've been, well balanced now. I've been a, I, I've, I've been a, I've taught, doctoral students i've walked them through their dissertation i've worked with law students i've worked with medical students like i need you to hear what dave's saying that probably Uh the greatest gift you could give yourself is to get a one if not two jobs where you are working really close with animals because it's what you love um and do that hour in hour out day after day week after week month after month and make sure you love this and for two or three years and let yourself have some distance 
because um, the lady we're talking to is having trouble going through the conversation, much less through three years of vet school. And this okay, is two honey. guys who both love so our we dogs, love, we, and we, we love great you. vets. We want you to win. I want you to win. I'm not trying to be a dream killer. I'm trying to be a nightmare killer. Yeah. And I got a feeling if your grandpa loves you and if he's wise, he will deny your request. Yeah. Not because he's being mean, but because he's going to hear and see what we're hearing and seeing. That's my guess. Now, again, you're just a radio show. We've only talked to you for two minutes, honey, but you sound very hurt and very fresh and very raw in talking to you. And that's not a, that's not saying you haven't done hard work already, but you've got some more, uh, you've got some more healing to do is what it sounds like. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. You go do what you want to do, honey. Uh, you're a grown up. You're allowed to do what you want to do. You called us and we're going to tell you the truth because we love you. Here's a, here, even if it's not what you want to hear, I'm going to give you this analogy. Um, I've met with countless people over the years who are sick and tired of being overweight. And they say, today is the day like that I start. None of those folks are going to be successful if the next day they start running a marathon. That's not how that works. They start walking around their neighborhood. They hire a personal trainer and slowly start lifting weights. It's a slow, gradual process. It's going to take time because you have to heal. You have to change your entire way of doing life. And to build your muscle tone. That's right. You got to build your body. And so um, I want you to hear me a day save say later not now yeah it's not, this not, is not, not you not can't never, do this number not never not, it's not now. right now not yeah. right now and you're going to know a whole lot more about you and a whole lot more about this career path if you'll go do what john said and that's become a vet tech and just go in there and love animals every day and get paid and pay your bills and get paid and love animals and pay your bills and get paid and smile and get in the morning read your bible and sit on the back porch with a cup of coffee and uh, watch the sun come up and know that everything's going to be okay and you do that a little while longer and you know uh, it, the past will be a little bit more in your rearview mirror and again i'm not discounting or putting down all the work you've done so far the hospital the therapist all that i'm just telling you reflecting back to you what we heard in three minutes on the radio honey and also, so, I got a buddy who about as gentle as I know how to who, be. Yeah, yeah. Who runs a vet clinic, and he's always talking about they're trying to hire good vets. And so I can even see a scenario where you are a vet tech for a couple of years, and some vet looks at you and says, "I'll help you go through school. I'll pay for it if um, you sign a five year deal with me or something." And so, yeah, man, you, you may go. figure something out there. Ding ding, and the situation might change with the trust over time. If uh, your grandparents passed, the ten percent could be coming to you while you're doing all of this and instead of you going up to your eyeballs in debt in this situation and then maybe not able to play through this is the ramsey show hey guys it's rachel cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make health care more affordable christian Healthcare ministries chm allows members to share each other's health care costs and it's as easy as one two three Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Okay, let's clear something up. If you listen to the show for 10 seconds, you know we hate debt. And some people just, for some reason, don't hear that. I don't know. They think you need debt and credit cards to build your credit because you need a credit score to buy a house, right? Wrong. 
Truth is, if you're living a debt-free lifestyle, eventually you won't have any credit score. So when you're ready to buy a house, you got to find a good lender like Churchill Mortgage who can do what's called manual underwriting. And that's where they personally review your financial history to approve you for a mortgage. Like we did before there was a FICO score. We actually made sure you had a freaking job and stuff. (laughs) So, wow. What a concept. Yeah. So this way you get to avoid the whole credit score game where you borrow money to raise your score so you can borrow money so you can raise your score so you can borrow money so you can raise your score so you borrow money so you can raise your score so you borrow money. Sounds like fun if you're a bank. Or a dog chasing its tail. That one, too, you know, <laughs> which are usually dizzy, uh, no pun intended. It might sound crazy to some people, but the best plan for your future is avoid debt. Get a real estate agent who will help you find a house you can actually afford, get it paid off as soon as possible, and we recommend agents who are Ramsey trusted. These are agents that are high-octane, high-protein. Uh, they didn't get their license last week, and they're not your Uncle Charlie who's guilt-tripping you. This is your freaking house. It's the largest asset you have. So you can buy a house without a credit score, and you can work with an absolute professional, and you need to. RamseySolutions.com slash agent to get a Ramsey-trusted real estate agent. RamseySolutions.com slash agent. Nathan in Oklahoma City, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? Well, just got a question for you. So I'm 28 years old, and I just hit baby step seven about seven months ago. Boom! And wow. I'm Uh, Thank you. And I'm currently like rebuilding my emergency and stuff because I deleted my accounts for being debt free. And I'm just kind of curious where to go now because I'm kind of lost with the whole like where to invest my money Um, right now. What accounts did you hold on? What what accounts did you delete? Well, my like my checking and my savings. Like I cleared them all so I could be debt free, pay off the house. Okay. Now that I'm 100% debt free, I've got my six months emergency saved, and now I am investing in my, um, well, I have two Roth accounts, one through work, and then a Roth uh, IRA. Mm-hmm. Good. And then I and then I do uh, 10% in my TSP. Mm-hmm. Um, and apart from that, um, I'm just, you know, kind of saving money and living, living life every day, really, but... I need a goal, and my goal is to get more money, but that seems really kind of boring, (laughs) honestly. I mean, just to do it that way, and I'm not 100% sure uh, if that's doing the right thing. You're you're in danger. Nathan, you're in danger. Okay. You're in danger of messing all this up. Gotcha. Because the fastest way to get rich is boring. Uh Uh-huh. And if you go screwing around with get rich quick, trying to be cool, you're going to yeah. lose all of the progress you have made. And and you got, gotcha. the, you know, one of the things I ran into when I first started coaching wealthy people years ago was they had this latent guilt, like I've got $2 million, but I don't feel like I'm doing it right. Like there must be something sophisticated. These smart people are doing stuff I don't know how to do. And they're the ones with the $2 million. And they're doing very simplistic, primitive, basic things. And they got wealthy. But they, you know, they certainly did not buy crypto. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, they certainly are not doing nothing down tic-tac real estate. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're not trying to get rich. They're not trying to do a, a uh, a double helix 
backflip family partnership that they read about on Instagram because it's uh-huh. a surefire way to lose your butts what it is you know i mean come on yeah so just yeah. puts just slow you, you know tortoise the tortoise and the hare the hare was the sexy cool one he lost the race uh-huh the tortoise was ugly and steady and predictable and boring right. <laughs> please be boring well now dave all of us tortoises don't have to be ugly now <laughs> you done got personal dave but yeah no uh, and and seriously but the uh i mean the the point being the plan yeah is all all of your smart friends who are broke but wear clothes they can't afford drive cars they can't afford and go on vacations they can't afford all of your smart friends will make fun of your tortoise plan that's right that's right but they're the sexy hairs they're the ones that the, the, the rabbit that's cool they light all the look you know they they look like they got it all together and they got nothing 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 nada it's almost like got a headache that's all they yeah. got it's almost like we want there to be like this secret of the wealthy that only a few people can get their hands on and well, then I, used, I really wanted that because i'm really smart uh-huh. at math uh-huh and so I knew if it was complicated and difficult, I could that do it. Mu- that must be it. That I would be able to do it. <laughs> and so just show me the complicated double backflip barrel of fish hooks. And yeah. I'll get it. I'll be able to do it. Pride comes right before the fall. Right before it. Nope. Any any Joe can do it. You just got to be steady, boring, you know, consistent now what you can, over time. What you can do is you can pay very close attention to your accounts. Mm-hmm. And just go, okay, yeah, I'm going to be steady, but I'm also going to make sure that sucker's maximizing. That's right. That is true. I'm not going to be ADD. I'm not going to take my hand off the wheel, hand off the wheel, hand off the wheel. I'm going to drive straight through, but I'm going to be very diligent and go, okay, this, this accounts for this, this accounts for that. And I'm, I, and I'm goal oriented. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are things that you are, Nathan, that are very good. And obviously I was being a little bit dramatic to make sure you got the message, but, Uh but you've done very well. Now, I would also say in his situation, we we recommend everybody work with a smart investor pro or somebody mm-hmm, with their investments. Mm-hmm. But a guy like him really needs that accountability yeah. to not get like, oh, the market's being weird, or I feel like I can, my guy told me about this thing over here. I need to he's, be trying. He's not going to function in fear. He's going to make he's going to make bad decisions out of greed. Mm. Well, that, even that's, still, that's where that's where that's why I was stopping him on because I know that guy because I was him. Yeah, because I because I, I'm smart. I, I, I don't I don't. This is too slow. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's that's about the time you're about to step on it. So just you know, get something on your shoe. Jonathan's in Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, Jonathan, what's up? Hi, Dave. Thank you guys for sure. taking my call. Sure. How can we help? Um, I'm getting my way through these baby steps, and I'm trying to think of ways to get through faster. Um, I've also developed my career goals and educational goals, and I just wanted your uh, opinion. Um, I have a project car that I've had for about three years now. I haven't been able to get much done on it, and I'm wondering if I should sell it. Um, so just wondering what you guys think. I'm not sure, but I think in the 30 seconds we've been together, you told me your goals have changed. Um, what do you mean? What? Like from the time, three years ago when you bought this car, you had a goal of doing a project car. And I think right. today you don't have the same goal. You have other goals that are a priority over the car. Yeah, I absolutely love this car. Um, I didn't ask that. As much as it should be. I just said your goals have changed. 
Oh, I probably yeah, love yeah. the car, but I don't have a goal of owning it because I don't even know what it is yet, but I probably like it. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's a 1986 uh, Z31 Nissan 300ZX. Really? Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you doing? To, what are you supposed to be doing to it? Um, well, it's pretty solid mechanically, but... Um, ever since I've owned it, I've had people drive in and it's gotten pretty dinged up and depreciated. Um, so basically just, I wanted to do a rebuild, but I'm trying to pay off this debt. Yeah, but it's, know, a, it's a, bo- it's a body rebuild. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, the basically. car, I think the car served its purpose. I thought I heard you okay. say that in between all these other things. I have new educational goals. I have mm-hmm. investment goals. I have these other goals. When I bought the car, I didn't have those goals. Now I've got some competing goals, and the car's further down on the list. Did yeah, I hear that? That's it. Your priorities changed. Car, car is, went is, down the list. Is that right, Jonathan? Yeah, it, and also the time and effort it would take to yeah. you know yeah. get it done. Yeah. You know. and I'd rather be working on my educational goal. There's your answer. I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I, I thought I heard that in there. You know, so, <laughs> hey, hey, there's Project Car on every corner. Most people drive Project Cars. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sell it just because you'd rather do other things, I think. This is the Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Ashley's in Nashville. Hi, Ashley. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up? Um, So I just wanted to get your all's opinion. Um, I have a friend that does your all's program as well as I've been doing it since 2020. I'm still in baby set two. Um, and we've discussed it a few times, but I'm just not sure of my decision. So, um, in 2019, we adopted our son and then a year later, um, our marriage fell apart and we split up. So fast forward to now, um, we've been to court two times over custody issues. A lot of nonsense, really. His dad's just really hard to get along with. Um, so, but in those two times, it's cost me around twenty dollars to $25,000 in court returning fees and everything else. So, um, I'm trying to just gain some traction on, um, maybe preparing for that in the future. Cause I feel like it's not going away and still being able to pay off my debt. I really just don't know what to do. Mm. I'm sorry, Ashley. That's really, yeah. That's a that's a really hard situation. Um, how much how much money do you make a year? Um, so I work as much overtime as I can. Um, I try to. Last year I made around a hundred hundred thousand, and then um, this year it's probably going to be between eighty and ninety. Okay. What do you do? I'm a nurse. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. Uh, how much how much debt in general do you have? Um, all together is probably around ninety thousand. Um, it's a mixture of vehicles, uh, to well, my vehicle alone, and then um, I have some credit cards and a line of credit at the bank. What do you owe in your car? Uh, twenty five. Okay. So you have 90000 in debt, 
and 25 of its car, and then how much of its credit cards? Um, around 9000 Okay. So the rest of it is what? Um, I have a line of credit, which is around 20000 that I opened up uh, to pay for court fees. Um, and... I'm not sure. I can't think of anything else. So I might be okay, that's there. only forty-five. That's only fifty-four thousand. So I have another vehicle in my name, but I don't pay for it. So that's another forty-eight thousand. But that's not mine. It's what in the world? Who, who? What is that? It's his truck, but he makes all the payments on that. It doesn't cost me anything, but we went in together to get it. So. So your name is on the is it on the deed, on the on the loan on the title of the yeah. truck. Yeah, yeah. But the divorce decree gave him the truck, and you're supposed to pay it, or he's supposed to pay it. So that's not his. No, that's like my fiance that I have now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, so you have a so you're you, you you're bought engaged. a truck for your fiance for fifty thousand dollars. So we went in together. I didn't necessarily buy it for him um we it's something that we just done together he needed you to co-sign it no no he's i mean he's doing good with his money you know he he no he's not he took out a fifty thousand dollar truck loan he's not doing good with his money um why are you on the loan uh because i mean we're we're getting married and um i just I don't know. It was. When are you getting married? Uh, hopefully within the next year. Okay. In the in the whole story that you told us, that has a lot of uh, tragedy and sadness, this thing then jumps up as super stupid and crazy. Right. Like a fifty thousand dollar truck while you're fighting and don't have the money to pay, and you have to take out a line of credit. And, and the best idea y'all got to go in debt for fifty grand on a truck while you're trying to keep a dadgum child in, in a custody battle ongoing with a crazy ex. Yeah, this truck is crazy, nuts, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So you, you're getting married. When did you say? Probably within a year. Okay. Uh, why are you waiting? Um, honestly, cause everything's just been so crazy with my ex for the past two years and I've dealt with, um, anxiety and depression. Um, my son has a lot of issues he was uh, now, born with. None of that's changing in a year. I'm sorry. None of that is changing in a year. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just, we just not. I don't know, just anxiety and depression on my side mm-hmm. and my main focus being my son. Mm-hmm. Right, that's just not been at okay. the top of the list, I guess. Okay. You you called and asked us for help, and we love you, and we want you to win, and we're sad that you're having to fight to keep your baby, okay? Now, yeah. then I'm going to tell you some hard stuff. Are you okay with that? Yes. Okay. Sell the stupid truck. Get married. Now. Mm-hmm. Or don't, but don't wait around on some mythical island to come sailing up, some mythical ship to come sailing up to your island when everything's going to be right. 
because the things you've been facing, part of your anxiety and part of the things you've been facing with mental health stuff is not just your ex. It's this pile of stuff on you and all of these un, uh, untied knots, knots that need to be tied. Okay. Right. You don't have closure on anything. All these open-ended things, or there's open-ended this, open-ended that, open-ended this. There's no closure anywhere, and that creates angst. It creates anxiety. So, um, yeah, you've got to get some some predictable order, not chaos. To the more areas of your life you can get non-chaos in, the the faster your anxiety is going to drop. I'm not a mental health professional. Dr. John Deloney is. I've just heard him say that, so I said it. Okay, but that's the yeah. truth. Okay, mm-hmm. so. And these, you know, and, and the debt and the pile of debt you guys have, you have, and now you guys with this $50,000 truck is part of where your anxiety is coming from because you don't, you feel trapped and now you're, you're worried about the next time the crazy ex comes at you. How are we going to cover that? Meantime, I got a $48,000 truck note. Okay. And I know right. he takes care of it, Ashley, but, I don't the, but, care. The, but the truth is though, if he doesn't, it's on you then. And right? so you're so, carrying this around your neck. You feel it in your between your shoulder blades. You feel the weight of it. And that's part of the anxiety. You can't keep from doing that, by the way. It's just how your body and your mind and your spirit works. So, yeah, if I if you were my little sister or, or my daughter, I would tell you, get married and sell the truck by the weekend or run this mm-hmm. guy off and sell the truck by the weekend. But painter, get off the ladder. Right. Okay. That's what I would tell you to do if I loved you, and I do. So I want you to do that. Okay. And then we want you to uh, take this wonderful income you have, and you have a fabulous career choice because you'll always have a job, and you can always make money when you're a nurse. It's just a great and, job. And actually, I would sell your car. Honestly, I would get any level uh, yeah. of traction for twenty five thousand. I'm like, you can get a used ten thousand dollars, whatever it's, it is. But just. I would I would get out of that. How hard would you work? How crazy would you go to have twenty thousand dollars in the bank and no debt? So next time crazy X comes around, you can punch him in the nose with a lawyer. Right. Well, that's that, what I thought I was doing this last time. But. Exactly. And now, but you didn't. You went over the car lot with your goober fiance and bought a truck. Right. Okay. So you went the other way. So I want you to sell everything in sight, work like crazy people, live on beans and rice, rice and beans, get married, and let's get the build, credit card debt paid off. I mean, all of it. Yeah. yeah. Start getting some traction with that debt payoff, Ashley, and I think you're going to start to feel more in control. Because you are. That's why you'll feel that way. Because you're going to run the chaos off and drive order in and and build a build a tra- build a war chest to go to war, and then you can fight for this baby. This is the Ramsey Show. it's Rachel Cruz. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.